Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. This week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. Either suck each other's dicks or get the fuck out of my apartment. And the amazing Chris Randazzo. I have the internal organs of a man twice my age. We here on this week's episode talk television. This week, it was Karen's pick. Uh, she narrowed it down to Russian, the Netflix show Russian Doll ep- Season 1, Episode 1, but... If I watched more, we would talk about more. So I watched more. We're going to be talking about Russian Doll. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Suggest a show. We'll watch it. We'll tell you what we think about it. We're not shy with our opinions. So Crap, is it my turn to pick next? Yes, it is. Yes. Right. You're, you're, I should probably think about that. You should think about it. <laughs> Karen. Hi. Hi. Um, so, for like the first two episodes, every time I saw um, the, the main girl, I'm, I got to pull up the IMDb for right now. But Her name is Nadia. Nadia. Every time I saw her with that overcoat and the shoulders way high, I couldn't. Like, she reminded me of someone. And then like three episodes in, I went, Sam Kennison. <laughs> 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 wow and now that i've said it you're not going to be able to unsee it it's funny that you say that because um this isn't a, a big spoiler but in episode eight she describes her herself what she looks like is uh, as, as if andrew dice clay had a baby with the little girl from brave <laughs> <laughs> okay i could see that 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 makes a lot of sense kind of along the same lines as the Kinnison comparison. It's just the way she walks around, hands in the pockets, lots of smoking. There, there, there is a lot of smoking in this episode, in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, why? What um, made you pick this show? Well, I'd heard, you know, I'd heard good things uh, and went into it blind, just trusting the, you know, reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, online reviews or reviews from uh, people you trust like podcasts that I listen to that I've generally my taste tends to align with Um, and uh, I binged it in two nights which I know it's a very short series but I can't do everything in one night but it still is impressive for me to Mm -hmm. blow through it in two nights and it just blew my friggin mind and I needed like Chris watched it with me. Eventually, we watched the whole thing, and we got to the end, and he went, you know, he he had his reaction, and I was like, hi, welcome to my world. I've been here by myself, and I'm glad you're here with me. <laughs> so, I made it to episode five, okay? I am three shy of the end. Um, every episode of this show 
has a a twist or a, a oh my god I have to watch the next episode second and normally that 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 aggravates me because you know there's only so many hours in the day and so much time to but this but is it's a short show and right it was like you can justify doing one more 25 minutes I think is like was what the episodes maxed out at but it is makes it more so, dangerous. So engaging. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I want to know everything about this situation. Like, her, the, the the Alan dude. Why? I just like hearing her uh, her thought process as to why. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily. I just want to hear more of those. Not necessarily what like the real reason. <laughs> Because she's come up with some humdingers of, of reasons that she's going through this. So I, yeah, I guess for the for people <laughs> she really has for people who are you know listening along but didn't get a chance to watch it, we'll just tell you that the premise is that the uh, Nadia, who's played by Natasha Lyonne, um, it's her thirty sixth birthday, and at her, uh, she keeps dying in various ways, and then like. Like Groundhog Day, she comes back to this moment at her birthday party. Yeah, um, in the bathroom. And can't really figure out what's going on or what was she stuck in some kind of loop. Mm-hmm. And when when I saw the premise of this show before actually watching it, I was like, ah, this, this is just Groundhog's Day again. Like mm-hmm. Groundhog Day theory has been done dozens and dozens of times. This is way more investing yeah, than it's any Groundhog show I've deeper seen and darker than yeah. like for sure deeper than the uh, the Bill Murray movie. Mm-hmm. With no offense meant to that because it's a great movie. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you've seen it because I was saying to Chris that it was kind of like Groundhog Day, and he has not seen that movie. Please oh. don't add him. Oh, that's a so. that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, sad, just my heart. Never got around to it. <laughs> but. To compare this to Groundhog's Day is is doing it a disservice. Mm-hmm. I mean, just okay. So the lengths in which she is spending her days, like every episode is is a couple of days or a couple of rewinds, mm-hmm. and she is doing something to either f- forward her 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 character along, like to either make you care about her or to see, you know, there's there's more layers. Mm-hmm. coming about for her and it's progressing the story as well but not as not as fast as you want it to right <laughs> um there was a po- I, i'm gonna say like episode four i realized like uh, oatmeal was a thing like yeah. her cat where'd the cat go what happened to the cat i i just realized that the cat stopped showing up again then with Alan's fish. I'm like this. It's got to be something with the fi- I, what? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> there are so many like little, like plants dying and 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 fruit rotting. But I don't. I don't know what to think because I feel like no matter what I come up with, like you know, it's the standard. She's you know, I think she's dead. Well, maybe she could be. I don't know if she's dead. Why is she reliving? Is it the purgatory theory that, you know, Alan came up with at one point? I don't 
but it's really fun to think about like and try and figure it out and then compare it against the evidence that the show gives you mm -hmm. and then it throws you some curveball out of left field and you're like well that doesn't work with anything that i thought of before oh fuck everything has changed and nothing nothing that i thought was true before is true now that's interesting because i didn't really spend much time trying to figure out what was happening i just I don't know. I was just trying to fi kind of figure out why certain things were happening. Like I re didn't really spend much time thinking about why she kept waking up. Uh, and although that did kind of get turned on its head a little bit when the dude showed up and was like, Oh, Oh, he's dying too. There must be other people dying all over the world. But you know, that also didn't necessarily turn out to be the case. But, uh, the, the thing that like the fish was missing or she walked away and that plant died or all the fruit kept getting moldy, mm -hmm. uh, like that kind of stuff. Just like, what is happening here? I, I was, I was, I was freaking fascinated by it. Uh, uh, her, her, her character growth as well. I okay, I'm not 100 mm. percent sure where the episode ends, but there was um, the scene where she was going to, she was really, really trying to go meet John's daughter, mm -hmm. her ex's daughter, and like, okay, at the very beginning of the show, she is. She is quite unlikable. Yeah. <laughs> she's unlikable, but so likable because it's Natasha Leone and she's just great. Yeah. And, and Natasha Leone plays Natasha Leone and everything. Like, mm -hmm. she is. It's this is not, not a that far she's... leap from Nikki from Orange is the New Black. Right? Yeah. Or the, or the girl from American Pie. Like, <laughs> she's always this tough as nails, tell it like it is kind of character. And. Like, just to see her reaction with that that scene, it confused me. Like, I actually had to turn to Angela and go, why did that just happen? Like, why? What? You know, that's not the norm. And, and then she, like, she threw out this theory of, like, because there's possible alternate timelines, she doesn't want to die in front of the kid. Like, she really drew. And I'm like, but, what? What? <laughs> alternate timelines that's nothing like groundhog's day i'm confused it's a real mind fuck it's a real mind fuck and i you know what i love a good mind fuck it's, what can i say it's it truly is like it's like like you said chris every time you you sort of thought you knew what was going on like you you, you honed in on one little bit it just becomes not important anymore yeah, uh, it just kind of it was a, it did a very good job of keeping me on my toes, and uh, I I really enjoyed it. It had me all, the show had me one hundred percent all in until the last. I'm gonna say five seconds of the last episode. Okay, I remember watching it like okay, I am I am I am on board with where this is going. This is kind of where I was hoping things would wind up. This is interesting. This is what the end. <laughs> That's pretty much how it goes. See, like now that I am going to finish it probably tonight because it's only I only got another like hour and a half of it. But is it? Are they <laughs> setting up for a season two with this same story? Uh, no, there's no way they could do a season two with this. Okay. Well, I don't know. With that last five seconds, I think kind of anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, 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 it defies description, and I don't want to spoil it. For, I know you don't necessarily care about spoilers, but I think you kind of do in this yeah, instance. Yeah, you have to. No. See, but like, you just, you just have to get there, and then you're just gonna be like, huh? <laughs> See, the, the, I, I remember the feeling I had with the end of season one of The Good Place when I went. Yeah, this is a different. This is this is a different animal. Okay, it's not quite as weird. Like Optimus Prime doesn't show up, but it's <laughs> well, not, I'm out. It's. <laughs> It is a different kind of weird. Interesting. Interesting. I don't. Uh, I like. It's I, definitely worth sticking with. Where did the show come from? I I don't know. Amy Poehler produced produced it. Was one of the producers. I, and, and I saw that in the credits. I'm like, Amy po- What? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, nothing. All right. Which. So- D- d- who knows what that actually means? To, like producers do a lot of different mm-hmm. things, but At, like, All right. okay. Natasha Leone is one of the creators. Okay, it was created. It was created by Amy Poehler, Natasha Leone, and Leslie Headland. Okay, who's Leslie Headland? Let's see. What I did like, as you're looking that up, I liked the 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 contradiction of character between her and Alan. Like, mm-hmm. Alan was, like, he was on board. He was like, I can do, because of his <laughs> mental state, mm-hmm. he's like, this is perfect. I can get everything that I need to do perfectly done. And then she comes along and, you know, things just s- sort of unravel from there. And, in like, the other side of that coin is her character where she's like no uh uh-uh no i'm not on board with this i've died like 13 times and then she rattles off you know so i love the fact that she's still not taking the stairs Mm -hmm. as of episode (laughs) five she refuses to walk down a flight well didn't she die on the flight of stairs like 800 times or something (laughs) it must have been five or six times because they've only died as of episode five 15 times i think yeah. It was it just felt like a lot. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay, so I started episode two. And and was in the, the kitchen getting something and, and I said, All right, you really didn't miss much. She just died by falling into one of those things that open up in the sidewalk to let you go into the basement. And she's like, Okay. So then she come back in. I'm like, Oh, she just fell over the other side. <laughs> She, they literally use the same gag going north to south, then south to north. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. And that there's a, there's a callback to that, too. I'm not surprised. Um, one of the things I really enjoyed about this is, like, the whole, like, overarching story, trying to figure that out is interesting. But I also liked there are things that you would do that it, if, you know, your time was progressing in a linear fashion that, you know, you would find easy ways. You would, you know, call somebody or like, you know, look something up or figure something out. But because she keeps having to go back and she, it's like a, you know, mm-hmm. like she met Alan on the elevator and then they died before she knew anything about him, except that he had that box from that jewelry store. Right. And so she had to go through this, all these like, random elaborate steps to try and figure out who the hell he was (laughs) right and the fact that it's not okay like they could go many days Mm -hmm. without restarting 
Um, I, you know, unlike Groundhog Day, where the, you know you fall asleep, you wake up, it's the same day repeating. This is like it's shocking how many funny or cute ways they could put these people to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like gas explosion again. <laughs> like that's funny to me. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, all in all, I really I'm enjoying this quite a bit. I'm I was really surprised because I saw the trailer for this mm-hmm. and, and the trailer really didn't do it justice because I was like, that's like I said, that's just Groundhog Day. I've seen that story before. And I feel like with the introduction of her, like that darkness that she brings, I'm like, I, I, I'm going to stick with, you know, my lighthearted Bill Murray Groundhog's mm-hmm. Day. And keep that, you know, I'm okay with that. But this is, this is really, really good. Yeah. And it's really something else too. Yeah. It's it's, It's, like, I've never seen anything like this. And I, and I will agree with that. Like, this is a very unique, it's a unique idea and it's a, it's a unique take on an idea that has been regurgitated a number of times. So to the point where you, it's not like the same, it's not like Mm -hmm. the original at all. Um, well done, well done on their part because I'm I, it, 25 minutes flies by and I'm just upset that there's only eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, that's the, that's the problem with binging. You could see the end, like, you know, the end is coming. Eh, it's there. So how grim. Yeah. It gets kind of dark. So Karen. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate you bringing this to my attention because I definitely would have would have bypassed this one. I never would have get. I never would have given this one a second thought had had you not brought it to my attention, made me watch it, gave me homework. So, good job. Thanks. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk some news. Stay tuned. Hey gang, if you like what you hear, why don't you head on over to geekade.com and check out all our other wonderful podcasts, articles, and videos. There's something there for everybody. Check it out. And we're back. Thank you so much for sticking it through the break. Let's talk some news. First up from Deadline.com, Adult Swim and Crunchyroll team on programming. So that means more anime on Adult Swim. Right, that's how that works. I think seems so. Like it, yeah. That, that's what adults seems, swim, seems I mean, to add up. That's what Crunchyroll does. They're they're all anime <coughs> all the time. Yes, they are an anime streaming network of justice. <laughs> um, apparently, adults, uh, Adult Swim, and uh, later on we'll discuss. Like, anime is the thing now. Like everybody's really heavily pushing it. So guess i might have to get on that bandwagon maybe i mean i i don't i don't know that you do uh, are you sure <clears throat> i mean i'm not sure of anything okay but that's, that's... I, i've i've been watching a little bit of anime lately but really just rewatching old stuff that i've seen okay. already so I, I i don't know if i'm part of the problem <laughs> <laughs> i know there are, there are people who really 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 want me to watch my hero academia and Matt uh, in particular, <laughs> uh, Matt is Mr. among Mr. them. Mr. Matt much. Matt Matt much is among them, but uh, I I I I don't know. Maybe. 
right. Well, uh, right. I just rewatched Trigun, and now I'm in the middle of a Cowboy Bebop rewatch, and I'll probably watch a uh, Fooly Cooly after that. And <laughs> I remember you making us watch Fooly Cooly. That was a weird show. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird show. <laughs> um. So yeah, Adult Swim and Crunchyroll teaming up to bring us more anime in the states. Um. I'm trying to see previously joined forces for Blade Runner, Black Lotus, and I think and like that's I've never heard of that. So I guess that came out before the the new Blade Runner movie. It's it just makes sense. Like Crunchyroll is is huge. Like it's it's a big deal and f- to get the outlet, the proper outlet, that's Adult Swim. That makes sense. So, and they're both um, Warner. So, it just, uh, there's no surprises. It's about time. How's that? Because, you know, Crunchyroll is one of those services that, like, four people have and everybody uses everybody else's (coughs) account login. So, going to see more anime on the TVs. I don't really have any, you know, feelings about anime or anything, but every time I hear the name Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. it makes me think of like the um, the deep fried soft shell crab sushi roll, mm-hmm. yeah, which is exactly what it's going for. <laughs> wow. And then I want sushi. Uh, now but we're hungry. I kind of always want sushi. Ew. That's how I feel about tacos. I'm okay with the taco theory. <sighs> All right, moving on. TVLine.com brings us the information that Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin have been charged in an alleged Ivy League bribery scheme. So, apparently, from my understanding, these parents paid to get their kids into Ivy League, or I. I want to say there was a couple of other not Ivy League schools that were listed. But yeah, that. It's true. Just get into colleges, um, like people. Like they were paying people to take their their uh, SATs, um, paying to have the coaches say that they were like, the crew team, like rowing, like, mm-hmm. and they they're not athletic. Like, okay, they did some photoshopping of their kids' heads onto photos of actual athletes playing like sports and you know offering that as proof that their kid played a sport wow. and using that as like you know yeah. influence to get them into these schools they allegedly paid a total of five hundred thousand dollars so their two daughters would be designated as recruits to the usc crew team neither girl participated in the sport <laughs> man it must be nice to have why did like just uh, never mind Okay. I don't know, man. This thing, uh, and I mean, it's 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 larger than just these two actresses. There was like there's a lot, yeah, thirty some people involved in this this yeah, ring of. Is it that in this one, or is that like it's funny how it's 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 Felicity Hoffman, but her husband hasn't been ma- named yet. It's just William H Macy. Right, and that's disappointing because I like Felicity Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Me too. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not so hot on Aunt Becky. Who cares? But <laughs> paid fifteen thousand dollars to have someone take the SATs, and they're wow. 
And There's wait. so much wrong with this on so many levels, including the fact that I believe that I don't remember her name, but there's a uh, a black woman who is in jail right now uh, because she lied on a, like a lied about her address to get her kids to go to a different school. Like, yeah, I mean, that happens to <laughs> that happens in all over the country is that people who live in, you know, poorer areas with crappy schools put their you know relatives uh, the address of a relative who lives in a nicer area to get their kids to go to a better school in that area and people get convicted of fraud or whatever and thrown in jail and the and usually people of color and here's these rich white celebrities getting away with murder and getting their kids into the best schools which will obviously getting into a good school leads to other privileges that you know they don't who knows whether or not they deserve it but they just certainly didn't earn their admission right and from the hollywood reporter we learned that uh laurie has lost her hallmark channel roles um she She did my boss is very upset about that (laughs) (laughs) of course she is um no, not for Lori, not for Aunt Becky. She's just upset that the, uh, as, that's a long story. <laughs> we had a very interesting conversation about that. Yeah. So she was freed on a $1 million bond. That's a lot of money. wonder how many classes she could get into for that. Yeah, true. Yeah. So uh, almost 50 people were indicted in this nationwide college admission scandal. That's so gross. It is <laughs> so disgusting. And you know what? Like, I do, I feel like we wouldn't have heard anything about this had it not been like or celebrities. Celebrities. Being involved. Yeah. Wasn't it Aunt Becky's kid who was like kind of a celebrity on in her own right? Yeah, she's she the has who... a she has a YouTube. She's a YouTube influencer, <laughs> and she goes on her YouTube channel and talks about how she doesn't really feel like going to class. Yeah, it's like, I, I just really want the experience of going to parties and sporting events. I don't I don't think I'm going to go to class much. Like, that's that's just fantastic for you, huh? Just wonderful. Why don't you go die in a fire? Oh, God. I, I, I'm tired. I'm, I'm just like... All right. So, yeah. Indictment, loss of job. If something else comes of this, we'll... We'll let you know, but right now... I guess now, the uh, bright side of the story is that at least these some of these people are facing consequences for their actions. Yeah, being, they're being held accountable for their actions. So. Which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Next up, Variety.com. Uh, the Flash is uh, going to change the showrunner um, for season six. So Todd Helbing is stepping down, and Eric Wallace is being brought up. Uh, Wallace has been a producer, I think, for a couple of seasons. Um, so he's part of the crew already. So I don't think much is going to change. But a lot of showrunners, are, a lot of a lot of news of showrunning runners changing lately. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a show like The Flash that's been on for this many years as it has, it it's reaches a certain point where it needs that. Right. Right. Like rejuvenation by, you know shuffling up the people mm-hmm. in charge yeah it makes sense um I, I i guess i guess we posted it in our twitter feed the fact that you know we're 
Arrow is ending this season, or mm-hmm. this is the last season of Arrow. So, you know, things are changing over at the, what is it? The it's Arrowverse. The, the Arrowverse. Wow, for, like, yeah. I can't remember, is it CWWB? It's CW. Jesus, criminy. I'm old. <laughs> um... It's not the dub 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 It's literally what the frog played in my head. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but did you know the song, children? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're they're gonna just liven it up a bit. Um, just, but it's gonna be more of the same. It's it's Flash. It's the same creative team. It'll it'll be fine. No needs for worries. <sighs> Deadline.com. Netflix orders Gods and Heroes Greek mythology anime series. Hey, you brought up anime earlier, I didn't you? Did. <laughs> so, like I said, a lot of companies, like, well, Netflix is spending a buttload of money on a bunch of different animes. So, like I said, so. A buttload is a lot, yes, by the way. Gods and Heroes adds to Netflix's anime slate, including. Oh, the videos are popping up. Castlevania, Devilman Crybaby, Godzilla, The Planet Eater, Baki, Violet Evergreen, Be the Beginning. Uh, uh, Those certainly sound like anime titles. Yeah. Seven Deadly Sins. <laughs> I mean, like, <clears throat> a, ooh, a Pacific Rim one. Ooh, cool. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Like, like anime. That's the thing now. So, Netflix is going to do their own original series. The The poster looks pretty cool looks very anime y it's just a an anime take on on greek mythology yeah i think it's an interesting subject that hasn't been tackled in that way before right there's there's you know no shortage of story when it comes to greek mythology so i mean at least it hasn't been tackled in any anime that I've heard of, but I always assume that there's 550 animes about every conceivable subject that I've just never heard of before. It's very possible. I suppose that's true. I mean, what was it? Uh, we have a uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Robert writes the anime annex. Mm-hmm. And I think he wrote one about, I can't remember the name of the show, but it was about, um, like, uh, it was, it was about germs and a nervous in like a, uh, 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 an immune system. Wait a second. So, that's a TV show that Chris Rock was on. The cartoon. Oh, no, not um. Uh, oh, jeez, there was a movie too. <laughs> I know which one you're talking you about. No, but this is like, this isn't like characters like that. Like they all look like humans and stuff, oh. and they're in there. And there's like love stories. Like a white blood cell falls in love with a red blood cell, and oh, they're like, all right, work. they will they will make anime out of anything. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. There's like an entire legion of anime just about soccer. I think there's one about fencing as well. A one? <laughs> yeah, good point. There's a bouquet about fencing. <laughs> so, buckle up, Netflix fans. You're getting more anime. Um, <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Really, it's true. Whether you it like will it or be not, suggested at the end of everything. At the, yep. Every <laughs> show suggestion will be anime. Anime until you choke. <laughs> All right. Nerdist.com brings us the information that AMC is developing a new Orphan Black series. This is interesting. It is. It's not. It takes place in the Orphan Black universe. So it's not the original story, which was a BBC joint. Um, so I did I read somewhere here that it's possible? 
So for obvious reasons, it's actually a multiverse. Like, what? I, I don't. That's yeah. A, I like that's that unnecessary. Line. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't finish Orphan Black, but we got everything up to the last season, and I don't know that the multiverse is necessarily obvious to me. It's but unnecessary. Sure, you do you. <laughs> We're talking about a world that does cloning. That's enough. You don't have to bring in the multiverse. But um, brought to your attention, uh, Tatiana, one of the best actresses I've seen in a very long time. Uh, so here's hoping that we get more, more good stories from that 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 font of clones. BBC doesn't have anything to <laughs> well do with said. This, right? <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah, they're doing it without the BBC. Hmm. I don't know how. It I seems feel like that. a weird choice, but I, you know, yeah. whatever, man. Yeah, but it's AMC, so they have again. A bonus whatever, man. Yeah, it'll be. Fun. They they can't just keep doing Walking Dead forever. Why not? <laughs> I mean, they think they can, but I think that they want to try to tie Walking Dead into other things. Mm, running. Try to spread that success as far as they can. Because gotcha. isn't Eventually that, didn't they're going to be cloning the zombies? Yeah, isn't there going to be uh, like another I think Walking Dead spinoff? I think like two or three more. There's definitely going to be Rick Grimes movies. Rick Grimes. <laughs> definitely want one of those movies to be called "I'm Rick Grimes, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I hope so. <laughs> so, all right, it's it, it, it's going to be fine. It'll be fine. Variety.com tells us that Netflix has canceled one day at a time in the most frustrating way possible. <coughs> I was if I like via tweet, like I read this, yeah, it, the show they say the show wasn't performing. So, it 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 goes. See, now, I didn't read the article, but I assumed that the most frustrating way possible was to, like, put it up on Netflix as this is a new season, put 13 episodes up, but every single time you open up an episode, it's just, you know, 22 minutes of a screen that says this show has been canceled. <laughs> ha ha ha. Because that would be that the, would most, be the frustrating. most frustrating way ever. No, it's it's the the way this article is presented. It's about... The fact that they are saying that, you know, they are trying to uh, push for content done by minorities and by women and whatnot. And then in the other breath saying that the show is underperforming and it's going to go. It's also uh, kind of, you know, (laughs) it's it's confounding for Netflix to say, oh, this isn't this isn't performing when um, they don't release their viewing figures, so how do we know that? Um, because if it when is they... performing well, they'll keep it because it makes the money. Presumably, unless they're, you know, they're secretly a bunch of racists who don't want a <laughs> show made by a bunch of Latinx women. Okay, but that 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 show has been on for what three seasons? Yes. Oh, it's been on for. See, I thought it was on for less. So I, three seasons isn't terrible. I, I, I mean, it always sucks to have your show canceled, but you know, three seasons. And it's also this, you know, it's this writer's um, opinion mm-hmm. that it's was a frustrating cancellation, but it's a pretty critical, critically acclaimed show and pretty has a pretty strong word of mouth. So I can see it being a hard pill for fans to swallow to say the show wasn't performing when 
all they hear from anyone in their circle is that it's a great show. Mm -hmm. And Netflix isn't giving any numbers to contradict that. Yes. But in turn, Netflix doesn't make money on advertising. They make money on subscriptions. So if they're Mm -hmm. getting more subscriptions for something, they're going to keep it. Like that's, that's, it's not whether someone else likes it or someone else wants to put their money towards it. It's Un- unless it's a Marvel Netflix show. Well, they had to pay for money for those. <laughs> it's all about the dollars, sir. And madam. I, I watched like half an episode of the first, I think it was the first episode. I watched half of it. And this is not, I remember one day at a time. That's not what this is. This is a, a different thing it didn't appeal to me and i've heard from many latin people that it's a perfect snapshot of their family i i didn't agree with that so it it's not my i i was still surprised that it was on netflix at all oh there's lots of um people out there including celebrities rallying to get this picked up somewhere else um, and, I think, and then uh, if it does, if it gets picked up on a well, like a, a cable channel or whatnot, then we'll see the viewership. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want anybody to lose their job. That's not. I don't want anybody to think that. But I, at the same time, I like think this, that. <laughs> I think that's exactly what you want, Evan. It is. I'm. Uh, I'm malicious like that. Um, I. I Bad just man. feel like this. The 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 author of this column is like you know they're an evil conspiracy going on and I, I, it's about I truly truly believe it's about money <laughs> nothing nothing need nothing more needs to be that you know it's 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 there cash cash money <sighs> anywho uh the hollywood reporter also brings us that okay game of thrones or hbo has released game of thrones running times for the final episodes I didn't even look. I don't want to know. Oh my god, we're so effed. <laughs> okay, so I, I there's a little video that keeps popping up. And Is it longer or shorter than Infinity War? <laughs> like all the whole season, or no, a single episode. <laughs> shorter than. So shorter. thank God. So season eight is a sh- episode wise has fewer episodes. But isn't it longer? <laughs> Hold on. Three times as long. <laughs> it, okay, so the first two installments of the season will be sh- all right, 55 or 54, 58 minutes. Then the next episode is an hour 22. The next episode is an hour 18. And the final two episodes, an hour 20 apiece. So, yeah. One, two, three, six, one, two, three, five. No, six. Six episodes, eight hours. Give or take. Math. Like, that's not... That's okay. It's a lot of TV, and I'm all for it. Yeah. Pile on more of that. I am. Are you guys right caught at up? The end. Are you caught up? Uh-huh. So, wait. What was the end of last season? The ice drag. That was the end, so I, I'm actually caught up on Game of Thrones. Are you shitting me? That's surprising. <laughs> Well, it's been off the air for like a year and a half at least, so. Okay. Um, 
I'm actually doing a rewatch and I just am getting to the end of season four, so that's going along quite swiftly. I'm quite pleased to be uh, back in this world and God, this is a good show. Yeah. Yeah. I, this is the, this is it, right? This yeah, final and season. I feel like if, I mean, you, we only have a couple of weeks left, so if you haven't started a rewatch already, you probably don't have time um, to, to complete one, but not with do, that attitude, you don't. I highly recommend it. Because <laughs> there's a lot of shit that has happened. and Despite the fact that it's like seven seasons of ten episodes each, so it's only 70 episodes, 70 hours, it's like, holy crap, so much happened. Yeah, that, those are very I mean, this, densely packed episodes. Yeah, and the story has spanned years and years. Yeah, it, it's it's a great show. I'm... I'm Honest to God, like truly surprised that I am I, I am caught up because those those shows are not you know casual watching. You sit down and you have to pay attention to to an episode of Game of Thrones, and I'm just glad there, I saw that. There will be entire stretches of like I'm mostly listening to it because it you know mm -hmm. I can't really have it up on my screen at work very you know without right arousing suspicion. Uh, so I'm mostly listening to it, and there will be like long stretches where. I'm just like, I'll click over and I'll see what scene it is. And then I have to click back and there's no dialogue, but I just have to like kind of based on my memory, like what happened in this scene. Cause this, <laughs> I can't watch it mm -hmm. and no one's telling me what's going on. And I'm just have to be like, Oh, okay. They were in this place doing this thing. It's, it's very much a watching show. Yes, it is very. And this very thing is either fucking or murder. <laughs> All right, moving well, occasionally on. Occasionally talking. Occasionally, every once in a while. Some drinking. Some drinking. <sighs> and, lots and of killing. Things. All right, com. No, Frank Oz has some very candid thoughts about the Muppets remake. So is this a, a, a new Muppets remake, or is he talking about no, the one I that we didn't like? No, I think he's just talking about the... Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, he was, he's talking uh, about He was at one. South by Southwest, and he was interviewed about it. Okay. So he's not a fan. <laughs> I think this not. interview nailed uh, what I feel like Chris has always been saying about this this Muppets show is that like the Muppets came about as children's entertainment and that show was adult entertainment and that's mm -hmm. what's wrong with it. Right, but, but, but Frank Oz actually says in in this interview that he never viewed it as children. Like they never you know said what about the children. But I think that even goes further to the to the point is that it wasn't it doesn't pander to any audience. It's just entertainment. Mm -hmm. And it never there was always a certain purity to it. And they just kind of completely missed the point. And I don't necessarily agree with him 100 percent on his his take on the um, the newer movies. Uh, you know, I did like them quite a bit, but I do agree to an extent that there is a certain amount of soul missing there um the, that first muppets movie um with uh, amy adams and uh, what's his nuts from uh how i met your mother uh like there amy was adams there was in, yeah, oh yeah she was yeah, yeah. there there was a certain degree of magic to that it was a great movie um but at the end of the day it wasn't really bringing anything forward if you know what I mean, yeah. Uh, and it seems like every single time there's something new with the Muppets, it's just like, oh, they're they're, they're putting on a show, they're they're getting the band back together again. It's like, well, 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 
do something else with them for a change. You know, they, 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 the Muppets weren't a beloved group because the, all they ever did was, you know, fall on their asses and then have to get the gang back together. Like they didn't constantly get the gang back together. There was always some, something, something new happening and nobody who has done anything with the Muppets in a very long time has had an intrinsic understanding of what it is that made them so endearing in the first place. Says I. And Frank Oz. <laughs> and Frank Well, at least you're in good company. So, there it is. That's the take. Next, Mary Sue. I don't know who this is. Lily Singh? Mm-hmm. It's the first woman to take on a late-night talk show for NBC. Are you familiar? Are either of you familiar with this woman? I am not. Okay. I am not so, either. Um, she is the first woman... She uh, apparently first LBGTQ. There's a plus now. I don't know. What yeah, because there's like a bunch of other okay. letters. I think the next to her IA. Okay. Um. So it's it's Fallon, Myers, and now her in that order. Right. So. Yes. So it's a very late night show. Mm-hmm. But um. it's. But, you know, <laughs> bumping out Carson Daly. Right. Who has been... He's been around for a long time. Long-ass time, man. Wait, Carson Carson Daly was on... The, it was it was the MTV, right? Yeah. Wow. And I didn't really realize his late-night show was still on because he would sometimes pop up on the Today Show in the morning, and it's kind of like, what? <laughs> when does this guy He was just there. Sleep? Was just, he, he just didn't leave yet. <laughs> like, he just stayed up, did his late night show, and then, like, stayed up until the Today Show started three hours later. Oh, it's not like he really had to be awake to do what he was doing. That's true. true. Yeah. Was it, and, and again, he could be a perfectly lovely man, and I'm sure he is. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I well, somebody, I think it might have been Dennis Leary who made the joke that it was Carson Daly was one guy doing uh, one guy with the talent of half a guy doing the job of 20 guys. <laughs> um, she is, hold on, she's an Asian American as well. So there you go. Good for her. I don't have, and I'd like, I don't know where she's from. Like, uh, she has, I want to say a YouTube show. Is that, is that what it is? Okay. But don't quote me on that, but I think I yeah, read that somewhere. There's a lot of tweets praising. Good for her. Congratulatory things. So, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. Um, comicbook.com brings us this bit. Dragon Ball Super anime reportedly set for 2019 return. As opposed More to, anime. As opposed to the Dragon Ball Super... Musical? 60 second summary. <laughs> so we're going to be bringing <laughs> that back? That, guys? Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, no, the 60 second summary is totally going to come back because right. I'm going to watch the ever-loving crap out of this. I still need to see the movie. Uh, there was, you know, the show ended so that they could make this movie mm-hmm. and the, I think the current speculation is that it takes place after this movie but uh, Dragon Ball Super started by retelling um, a couple of the previous movies so it's possible the new season could be like a longer retelling of this movie, but I don't think so just because, you know, pr- you know production stopped in order to do that. Mm-hmm. But I really want to see that movie. I'm such a bad fan for not having seen it yet. Uh, 
but I'm so excited that this is coming back because I, I mean, I, I figured it would be because why the hell wouldn't it be coming back? The show is, you know, a monster success. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just assumed it was going to come back as something other than Dragon Ball Super. Um, it would be like a, a different series, but uh, no, they're bringing back Super. So <laughs> big old thumbs up. So when you saw this story, did you then uh, flag down the kid at our son's elementary school who wears a Dragon Ball hoodie every day and like freak out with him about it? No, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're not that close yet. <laughs> yet. Yes. So, yeah, they, apparently there was a, you know, juggling of the airing schedules for something, another show that was on that took its place and mm-hmm. they're bumping that back so it can, so Super can go back into its time slot. So, yeah. There you go. I, I figured that you would be happy about that, Chris. I am yep. extraordinarily happy about that. This is the actual show. This isn't that other thing that is like a parody of it, right? No, no, it's not. Uh, no, it, it's the actual show, not Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Abridged, is, that's uh, what it is. Are currently working on their... Um, the, so Dragon Ball Z Abridged was obviously what it sounds like. Then they did a... Uh, there no, was an no, actual... No, that's not fair to say that because... Dragon Ball Z abridged did not just truncate the episodes. They made them stupidly entertaining. Yes, those they're there. hilarious. <laughs> they, they made them hilarious, but they, they, they also abridged them. But then there was also an official abridged Dragon Ball show called Dragon Ball Z Kai. And then every single time they finished an arc on Dragon Ball Z abridged, they did Dragon Ball Z Kai abridged, which is Dragon Ball Z abridged abridged, <laughs> which are hysterical. Like, they make no sense. They're just like the most boiled down ridiculous jokes of like abridging their own series, which is hilarious. They're currently working on the abridging of the Cell Saga, which just uh, finished up with them. I'm excited for all things Dragon Ball coming in the future. As I scroll down this article, the next article on my list for comic book anime is uh, Netflix's Ultraman anime clip. So there you go. More anime. (sighs) Nerdist brings us this bit of information. Actually, it's the trailer. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina gets a hellish season two trailer. (laughs) It's so soon. Yeah, well, yeah. like three shows coming that are like just just Karen shows. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm happy for you. It looks it looks mu- rather dark. Yeah, super dark, super fun. I love that they use Cherry Bomb in this, and I love the the cover. Yeah, it looks good. Looks, and I mean, I I'll give it another shot. Um, it was I I'm gonna have to just look for more in the show than just her. So, yeah, I think if I remember correctly, when I when I had it as my pick on the show, we ended up deciding that the one I picked was not a really good starting jumping off point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, it, it, I I had started watching it from the beginning, and it was I don't know it was just something about that actress. That's it. Mm. So, it's fine. Glad to see that she's getting a, a second season. So. Yeah, and I think we're going to really get a lot more uh, in-depth into what her powers are, which is super yeah, th- cool. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, snippets showing her using her powers. So, All right. <clears throat> All right, TVLine.com brings us more news from Netflix. Netflix's next interactive series puts you in charge of Bear Grylls. Is that how you say his name? Yes. Mm. The adventurer. Wasn't he? Like, Didn't he do something? Like, like 
he wasn't really adventuring or something. I don't. I felt like there was I a news article like that. I don't hearing anything like that. Is there a Bear Grylls scandal? Yeah, I felt that it was, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, so, I like the the choose your own adventure version of Bear. Mm-hmm. Sounds entertaining. Sounds like fun. I would. I just three months after the release of the adequately received Black Mirror Bandersnatch. So, is that another? That's it. An, an interactive series as well. I mm-hmm. see. That I am curious about. I will have to check that out because yeah, I didn't know that, that was a thing either. I think ended up getting kind of mixed reviews, um, but I guess it was successful enough that they decided to try it with this. I feel like because um, the Black Mirror one was kind of a it was it was fiction, whereas this Bear Grylls thing is more reality tv based Mm -hmm. so i feel like they're gonna have to like fudge some things where if you end up picking something that would kill this guy they're just gonna be like sorry this is what would happen if we did what you asked what you picked well isn't it like is i when i say choose your own event i'm like i i feel like it's like does he go left or right kind of like dragon's lair yeah like Right, but I don't know if you've if you've ever seen any of Bear Girl's stuff, but he's a survivalist, so mm-hmm. like he's going into dangerous dangerous areas and With doing dangerous things. With a full camera things. crew. Wait a second, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eat eat this python. <laughs> so it, it's definitely interesting sounding. I will I will probably check it out when I check out the after uh, the, the the Black Mirror one. That really interests me. So I'll check them out. And if you um. If you click on this trailer, mm-hmm. um, it plays like you know a little intro kind of thing to introduce the series, and then it pops up two like recommended videos near the end of this video, and it's like you know choose yes or choose no, and <laughs> it leads you down these little like it's a mini version of what the show is going to be. It's kind of cute. Cool. Especially if you are a big fan of the Choose Your Own Adventure books, which I always was. Oh, I loved those books. Or grilling bears. That's also true. Don't grill bears. <laughs> You're no fun. All I right. made everything here myself with my bare hands. <laughs> Even the bare hands. More from Nerdist. Buffy the Vampire Slayer's musical episode is getting a final release. I know oh. for a fact that two people on this very show are extending their vinyl collection. <laughs> this may be a, a, a solid hit. <laughs> Yeah, I know my birthday's not till October, but come on, guys, think ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I just found it really funny that we were having, uh, you and and, uh, Dan were having a conversation on SAG about final. I can't remember Mm -hmm. if it was actually during the show or during the break. It was during the show. Okay, and like then this, I'm like, this couldn't have been more perfectly timed. This I love the cover art of it this album. Great. It's awesome. The 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 makeup of the actual record itself, the coloring, that it's it's actually quite pretty and yeah. it's a great episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, it is. Uh, and apparently it comes it, it you can also order a, a matching jacket. Yeah, Buffy I saw the Vampire that. Vampire Slayer jacket, which is cute. Yeah. I don't know that I'd, you know, go to the level of buying it, but um <laughs> So that's the jacket. When does it say? Uh, the album's coming out in April, and April. it's twenty-five bucks. That's not. 
<laughs> and it comes with an insert called a sleigh bill. Oh, boo. <laughs> but it's got everything that, like, used to be great about vinyl with, like, the, the art and the lyrics and mm -hmm. liner notes and, you know, the shit no one cares about anymore because they just want to download the music so they can just play it, play it on repeat. Mm -hmm. Just good stuff. I'm glad to see they're doing it. I'm old. Get off my lawn. <laughs> All right. Bloodydisgusting.com. <laughs> Bring this in a news article that nobody cared about. Um, John Reese. Jacob Reese Jingleheimer Schmidt. John Reese Davies says he's been talking mm -hmm. to NBC about potentially reviving. Wait for it. Sliders. Mm, sliders. Mm. Not the delicious mini hamburgers. Oh man! See, I Boo. just I I'm totally sorry. got this wrong. It is the I put this in there because he wanted to revive sliders. Universe hopping Jerry O'Connell. I remember this show. Does he eat sliders? He could maybe in one episode. Why wouldn't he? I mean, come on. Now. <laughs> so this show was on twenty years ago, um, and and John was at a. <laughs> A, a, a convention of some sort, a Toronto, uh, Toronto Comic Con, and he's like, "Yeah, we're in talks. I mean, it's nothing official yet, but yeah, we're talking about it. And I, I, I do it. Yeah, of course you would do it. You have. I mean, in the land of endless reboots, anything is possible, right? Very true. I mean, that show's got its following, <laughs> and it's. I'm not one of them, but <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. I may, I may make us watch one of those. I really enjoyed that show. Welcome to Joe's apartment. Oh. When hey, the, I love that movie. When, when the cockroaches fall out of the light. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I'm going to pay attention to this. I hope this actually happens. I'd like to see a modern take on sliders. I'd also like to see a modern take on the one with Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. I want to see mm. that, too. Yeah, I'm genuinely surprised that hasn't happened yet. I mean, Scott, Scott Bakula's in. He's good. Let's make it happen. All right. Finally, another one from Bloody Disgusting. Uh, American Gods has been renewed for a third season. And they're getting a new showrunner. So, yeah. So, I guess I do have to finish the first season eventually. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't think I finished it either. <laughs> Unbelievable. Because talk about bad TV like a watchers. show you have to watch mm -hmm. and pay attention to. This is this is yes, this is one of them. Um. So yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, Chris Eagley is going to be the new showrunner. Oh, Chris Charles, excuse me. Um, apparently had something to do with The Walking Dead because it just is the name and then. The Walking Dead in parentheses and a quote. Um, Which is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> Makes sense. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a hit. So we're going to get more of it. And with that, we're out of news, people. Chris. Hey. Give us the spiel. Oh, sure. I would love nothing more than to tell you that you can get in touch with us at mail.geekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade. 
Uh, find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels at Geekade for all our latest video content. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at Webcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K R I S. Karen, where are you available? I'm available 24 7 at shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan, where can people find tawdry images of you? <laughs> On Instagram. Geekade <laughs> <laughs> uh, underscore Evan. If you're interested, I'm just I'm gonna sell that account. Like you wouldn't believe. It's the last time you logged into Twitter. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Actually that's not true. I check it every once in a while. Like I look at, at, at Kevin Smith stuff and uh, okay. I don't post any I just still don't understand Twitter. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh, original content. Back to you, Evan. Chris, it's your turn. What's the homework? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to ask for your help with okay. this one. So, wait, in decision making or making it available? Oh, and in decision making. Okay, I have I have 3 options, Ooh. all of which are readily available. Okay. Do you want something stylish, something science fictiony, or something potentially funny? I'm going to go with stylish because I'm curious as to what your definition of that is. Karen, do you want something stylish? Science fictiony or potentially funny? See, I, I'm always going to pick potentially funny, but so, I've, so now I'm, we're going to get the third one <laughs> <laughs> that neither one of us chose. Hmm. But so, so Evan said stylish, and you said potentially funny, right? Yes. Do you have a show that's both stylish and potentially funny? You know what? I think I kind of do. That I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with my first. I'm going to go with my first pick. That is a. Uh, to a degree stylish, or certainly was at the time, and uh, potentially funny, because I don't know how well it holds up, because I haven't seen it in a long time. But I would like to watch The Monkeys. Season 1, episode 29, Monkeys Get Out More Dirt. Oh. All right, there's your homework, people. Monkeys, season 1, episode 29. Good luck finding it. Monkeys Get Out More Dirt. So, there it is, people. We're done. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I'm dead. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.